I can't believe we lived in here for like five and a half weeks. It was really nice. It was like simpler. It was very... I enjoyed it. Hey guys, welcome back to On the Trail with the Shuddies. Thanks for tuning in for another one. Um, today, Reagan and I have some updates to share with you guys. Um, first, I want to shout out our our friends in North Carolina. Cause we, we, we stopped, we stopped by, um, we stopped into North Carolina on our way up to Rhode Island where we are now. We've made it to Rhode Island. Um, and Reagan and I hung out with our bestest of friends in Raleigh and, um, I miss them. I miss you. Um, yeah. Shout out, should we say their names? If you want to. Okay. <clears throat> it's a long list because we have so many wonderful friends. Um, uh, shout out to Natalie and Andrew. Mm-hmm. We love you guys. Um, thank you for dinner. The pizza was so good. And, oh my gosh, I still think of the Moscato like every day <laughs> that we had. That was amazing. Um, shout out to Lauren and Ben. Your generosity was just so yeah we felt so blessed by the shower your shower is amazing <laughs> to everybody who listens their shower was so nice <laughs> they had a lot of power in the 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 shower anyway but like we we loved seeing you guys and um um and and having dinner and the bratwurst you made that lauren made was really delicious and we just felt so blessed by um being with you guys and um Caleb and Kathleen. Kathleen? Okay. Um, thank you guys for having us over for dinner. <laughs> it was The company was wonderful. Um, and we, we, we miss y'all. And um, um, Devin and Eli. Oh, geez. We, um, yeah, you guys were the last people that we saw. And it just... And Nick! Holy moly, that's the whole reason why we came to... <laughs> Um, to, uh, Raleigh, it was Nick. Oh, right, right, yeah, he was there. But yeah, Devin and Eli, thank you guys, we love you. Um, and, uh, uh, we made their Spotify wrapped. We did. (laughs) Which was so cool, so cool to see that, um, that we got on there. Yeah. Um, shout out to, uh, (laughs) to Angela as well. (laughs) Uh, We ended up on her Spotify wrapped as well, I believe. Oh! Yeah, yeah, Joe texted me a picture That's of it. So it was like, holy crap. It's it's so cool when the Spotify raps started hitting, seeing like our show showing up on people's like podcast listens for the year. I'm like, yeah. yo. That's it's 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 crazy cuz like on our end it just we're just like having a conversation like in a van at a park. Mm-hmm. But then seeing on Instagram like people are like like we're a part of people of us we're a very very small part of people's lives but a part nonetheless and it's really kind of cool um to to experience that so shout out to everybody who we made on their spotify wrapped (laughs) um (laughs) if if that showed up on yours um thank you you're a number one fan (laughs) um it's really cool um um but yeah we uh our time in raleigh uh on, on the way up was just such a blessing um i just want to jump on here and repeat what i've been saying to ciara and that is that um we were not really planning or expecting to really see everybody that we saw all we knew was that we were going to be in town uh to see nick um for his father's memorial and then it just sort of everybody's schedule just started working out there wasn't like any stress about like okay we got to be here at this time it just sort of flowed so smoothly um and we got to see so many wonderful people um if you listen to this and you're in north carolina and you're our friends and we didn't see you i'm sorry um we would have loved to see you but like i said we didn't really plan anything a lot of it just sort of happened um and uh 
and we were just so grateful for um, the people that we did get to see, and um, we were just so blessed, just so, so blessed. Mm -hmm. We left town being overwhelmed by the generosity and the love and the affection and the care and uh, just, like, genuine um, camaraderie and, like, friendship that we encountered with people that we haven't seen in, in months. Mm -hmm. um, and that was really, really special to me to be able to see that, like, we haven't really seen these people and we haven't really been in contact with everybody, but we just happened to be in town. We reached, we, re we reached out and they were like, yeah, let's, let's link up. And um, just so, so grateful. Um, so grateful and so inspired and so blessed and uh, so encouraged, um, which is really what we needed because after that we headed to the northeast to Rhode Island and we're here and this is like the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. um, we, we really needed that blessing, that encouragement because we're in, in a season right now that really, really needs that. Um, it's been an interesting transition to being here in Rhode Island. Um, it's, I don't even know how to describe it properly. Um, the way I like to describe it is like, imagine if there was a small town, like mindset, but it's an entire state. And the entire state just ha operates with this small town mindset of like, everything's right here. Everything I ever need is right here everything that I need to believe, everything that I need to live, every, every mindset, mentality, and perspective is all filtered through the experience of living in this small town. Um, it's so, like, closed, it's so often very closed-minded and, and very, um, just very specific mentality, um, for the people that live here in Rhode Island. And, and if you do live in Rhode Island and you're listening to this, um, and it's not to say that like you're a bad person. Um, it's just strange to move from halfway across the nation and then be here and, um, and, and encounter people who know, know nothing about Texas or they know so little about Texas. And, um, it's yeah yeah I, I, I'm, I need to backtrack a little bit and say you're not you're not a bad person <laughs> if you live here in Rhode Island um, it's just very different from from our perspective and it's it's definitely an interesting transition to being here um, and and learning to embrace the culture and learning to um, meet people here it's it's different so that's what we're going to talk about today yeah, I was going to say something, the thing you just said about perspective, especially for me, um, I lived in Rhode Island for a while um, and then moved to Texas. And so um, coming coming back to Rhode Island from living in Texas for a year and a half, it's just so crazy um, seeing how how living in a different place not not only just a different place but yeah. somewhere that's just i don't know it, it it's like it what it feels like is like Rhode Island is earth and Texas is the sun and then when <laughs> when you see the videos about like how many earths can fit in the sun or whatever or not even the sun the freaking like jupiter like um yeah that's kind of how it feels like so then like going back to Rhode Island one it's very small Obviously, it's the smallest state in the United States. Um, and coming from Texas, you know, Texas is the largest state in the United second States. Largest. The second largest? Yeah. Was it Alaska? Alaska is bigger by land mass, but Texas has more people. If y'all can hear that, my husband is smart. Can you turn the microphone towards you? Oh. There you go. That's better. Well, Reagan just said something that was so profound. That's one thing I love about him. He's just like, he has so much knowledge. Anyway, uh, shout out to Lisa Shutger for homeschooling all... <laughs> 8,500 of her children. Um, <laughs> she only oh, had seven. <laughs> There's seven of you, right? Seven. Okay. If, if, um, Laurie, Laurie, I know you're watching this. You're listening to this. Tell your mom. <laughs> Tell your mom she's a G for homeschooling all you guys so well. I don't think she would know what that means. Your mom? I don't think she would know what that means. Okay. Oh, how do I 
tell your mom she is a strong, independent, wonderful woman. Educated woman. <laughs> um, and she has my respect and love. There you go. Okay. <laughs> and if she knows what a G means, that also encompasses all those things. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I was just saying that... Um, uh, it, it is it definitely is weird no shade on people who have grown up lived in rhode island died in rhode island like you know it, it's your life whatever and rhode island's got um some very beautiful things right now we're sitting um at goddard park at the the beach part of the park and it's so quiet and it's so beautiful and the seagulls are thriving my friend esther calls them beach chickens <laughs> and i love it <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, it definitely feels weird to be back in Rhode Island in town. Um, because like Reagan said, it definitely, it feels like a small town, but just like it's a whole state. Um, and Rhode Island is, I believe it's smaller than the town of Austin in Texas. And we lived in Austin. And, um, but yeah, it's got a lot of character, obviously. Um, so we're here. We are here for a limited time. We are not sure how long we are going to be here, but um, we don't plan to settle here. Um, and the the main reason for us making our way up to Rhode Island at this time of year, one, was to spend Christmas with my family. Um, and two, is so that we can um, build... Uh, work on our relationship with my with my parents with my family get to know my side of the family since Reagan and I got married um and uh, we got married in Texas and lived um for a year and a half in Texas um and we were really able to get close uh with his family um again and and me meeting everybody most most of his family we had so many um so many times spent with them one of our episodes of the podcast was about uh when we went tubing that was a funny one and that was that was a time spent with some of his family so thanksgiving and all those things um and so now it's it's a time for the cooper family to meet the shuddies um yeah okay so to be fair these are rough numbers so I just did some Googling. Um, the square mileage of Rhode Island <laughs> is 1,214 square miles. Okay. okay. The square mileage of Austin, the city of Austin, is only 305. Oh. But, as anyone from Austin knows, Austin itself is not just Austin. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not like the city of Austin is like a standalone city. Mm -hmm. There are so many suburbs and extra cities and everything is just sort of blended together that you could travel from one area of the Austin area to another area of the Austin area. Mm -hmm. And it's like an hour and a half, mm -hmm. depending on traffic. Um, so I looked up the um, square mileage of the Austin metro area. Oh, I thought I pulled it up, but the number that it was giving me was including San Marcos, and that's, like, way too far. Um, let me get that number. I don't want population. I want s the size. Hello? Okay, so I got it. I'm looking on Wikipedia, and they, they kind of lump Austin, Round Rock, and San Marcos into a larger metropolitan statistical area. Greater Austin area is a five-county area, um, and it is... 4,279 square miles. Yes. So, almost 4,000 square miles. So, point of the, the point of all that is to say that the Austin Metroplex area is about four times as big as the state of Rhode Island. So, we're here. And we wanted to talk about what it's like being here and what we've experienced we got here on Tuesday, I think it was, Monday or Tuesday, um, and today is Friday, so that is actually a week and a half. Mm -hmm. You were right. Um, yeah, so um, whatever you want to talk about, uh, why don't you dive in? Okay, so we're staying with my parents for a limited time, um, 
and um um yeah so uh it's it's definitely different we obviously got married in texas lived a year um we've been married for uh a year and a couple months now um so that whole time we you know we've we've been independent reagan was already had already moved out of his parents house for a couple of years too but um we're used to our independence basically especially as a married couple we've established like our rhythms of life as reagan and ciara together um apart from my family um apart from his family and like our boundaries we we were had set up some really solid boundaries with reagan's family um and so now it kind of feels like we're starting from scratch with my family because we haven't done any of that yet um and so something that i was a little bit apprehensive about um was that of like oh crap like what is it going to be like one living with my parents again because last time i i was with them um there was a lot of emotional hurt that happened um and just some difficulty there between um when i was fixing to move out of their place and and even getting married um and and there there was a lot of pushback from them um during that time which hurt me obviously um and so one of the big um one of the big things that we were kind of bracing ourselves for um in terms of difficulty was um we need to make sure that we maintain our our independence um in our um like as 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 a married couple um like living with my parents again for a little bit um and they respect our space which i really do appreciate um we live in a little uh, like a guest bedroom um on the first floor of their place and they keep the house nice and toasty warm which is nice (laughs) um they keep it about 75 degrees which is a little a touch too hot for me but still toasty reagan is like sweating um so but you know um it's very nice because it's it's like 20s and 30s in rhode island currently um (laughs) yeah so it's um we're thankful for a place to stay up here because um although in this weather sleeping in the van would not be too bad because it gets pretty surprisingly really toasty warm in in the van um especially with all the blankets we have and we insulated well i feel like yeah we insulated we insulated as well as we could, and I, I think it would really start getting too cold once it gets to, like, 15, yeah. below 20 degrees, I feel like. It would be, like, bad, but... But, I mean, in New York... On our way up, we stopped overnight at a um, a rest stop in New York, and we... So we parked, and got cozy, and... Um, I ended up putting up a blanket between the bed area and the front cab um, and then hanging a towel by one of the big windows and uh, when we woke up um, like like it was it was toasty and warm all night long we we had no problems um, sleeping that night and then when I got up um, pulled the blanket down and I could immediately see my breath inside the van. And I was like, oh my gosh. So it was like a good 5 to 10 degrees colder in the cab area than it was in the, the bed area. Mm-hmm. And when we looked at the weather, it had gotten down to 25 degrees that night. Mm-hmm. And we were fine. We were toasty mm-hmm. in the van um, at 25 degrees. <laughs> uh, which is, and then like the wind chill was bringing it down to 20 and like all that jazz. Um, and that's when it's it's good to have like down yes. um, blankets. Yes. Like, and Shout out. <laughs> To Veronica and Denver, I believe they uh, they gave us a blanket called a rumple blanket. And uh, if you don't know what that is, it is a down puffy blanket that instead of like a cotton like fuzzy blanket, it's like there's a lot of I think is it synthetic? It's probably synthetic. Um, probably. It's like a synthetic down, um, but it's so cozy and so warm. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Although and they're like a hundred bucks for this like blanket, but yeah. it's so good. And like it keeps you warm. It 
it kept us warm in when it was 25 degrees at night and like it felt it was probably like under the blanket probably a good 60 well if somebody put a thermometer under the blanket with it's like it's your body heat and then if anybody most people have a down jacket that you wear so you know how how well it insulates and everything like that but imagine that as a blanket also we had like our jackets on i think we went to bed fully clothed but like it was <laughs> it was we had no problem it was it was wonderful it was very cozy which is kind of cool because now we have like a built-in airbnb that like when we want to get away we can not get away as in you know like run away but you know like when we want a night to ourselves we can just yeah drive somewhere and hang out in the van and uh, we'll be okay um so do you want to say anything about living with my parents baby I definitely am seeing a lot of the things that you told me about, um, about things you were struggling with and things that you've been trying to work through, through therapy and through talking to me, um, frustrations and complaints and issues. I mean, we all have frustrations with our family, right? Um, but there's some that just go to a level that's deeper, um, and they need to be dealt with and they need to be addressed and acknowledged. Um, so... I'd just say that I'm I'm just really seeing in action a lot of the things you've told me about, and I have a lot of compassion for you. Um, and we knew going in that this was going to be a, a challenge. We knew going in that this was the challenge of living with the in-laws, right? It's it's just difficult. Um, but, um, yeah, so so it's, it's proving to be the challenge that we thought it was going to be. Um, trying to balance the feeling of you want to escape get away avoid and the feeling of like well we need to face this and deal with it um it's just it's just been tough um me personally um don't have too much problem living with the in-laws it does feel a little strange um i mean one of the first things we noticed was that it feels like we're living in an airbnb honestly um like an Airbnb and they're hosting <laughs> and it's just like we're there and we don't really interact that much and frankly that's the way I like it because I don't really want to interact with other people too much um we noticed that when we were living in the apartment we we didn't really have a lot of interactions with people on a daily basis outside of like work context um so it's not a problem for me but it is something that I noticed that parents tend to have an issue with where they're like, well, you're here, but like, I never talk to you. I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> like, is that too much to ask for? Um, it's when I didn't have a job, uh, or didn't have like struggling to get a job. Um, it definitely felt crummy. Um, speaking of which I just wanted to add in, I have been selected for a job, which is very exciting. I'm starting next Tuesday. Well, I say I'm starting. I'm going in next Tuesday for um, orientation, onboarding, signing paperwork, that kind of thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, so thank God I have a job. Um, and I think it's going to be a good job that I can uh, support us with and uh, get our own place within within a month or two. Um, so that's very exciting. Um, but uh, back to what it's like for me to live with my parents or with, with my parents-in-law. Um, I, you know, I'm very grateful for the space. Um, it's definitely interesting because I didn't really grow up with them. Um, don't really have too much of a relational equity. I was long distance with Ciara, um, so I never really got to get to know her parents. Um, and I think that they feel that as well. Um, sometimes it does feel like I'm a little bit of an outsider, um, and sometimes it feels like I've been accepted. Um, so it's just kind of whatever the day brings um, is is how it's been. Tried to be very um, polite and um, graceful in my conversations with my in-laws. Um, and I feel like that's going well. Um, and uh, for the most part, I feel I feel okay. It just is not ideal, you know. Um, but it's, it's okay. Um, it's, it's kind of okay. <laughs> I don't love it, but I also 
can't really complain too much. Um, because like I said, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the opportunity. Um, I really am. And, um, you know, I'm not too surprised because this is what we expected to happen. Um, I think it's just been harder for you, Ciara, because you've gotten so used to being and like separated and free from them. And they have some very like, how do I put it? Very rigid, specific mentalities around, around some things. Um, and when you aren't in agreement with that, it makes, it makes a little bit of conflict. Um, and that's what we're wrestling with today. Um, sure. (laughs) I also want to say that it is just, um, difficult for anybody who can relate to having, um, emotional, um, relational, um, hurt from family. Um, and then going back to be around them, whether it's like living with them or even just visiting for like a weekend for a holiday or something like that, it just like being back in the same place, uh, can be very difficult. Um, when you add in, um, relational discomfort and, and hurt when it comes to family, because with family, everything just feels deeper. Um. And, uh, yeah, and so on top of being back in town, um, especially going to the places where I spent a lot of time when I was um, in a negative headspace or, like, um, a depressive um, time in my life when... um, uh, because mostly because of my family before I moved out um like I'd go to the park a lot I'd go to a specific target because I like wanted to clear my mind at target and just like walk around and like not think about things and stuff like that so like visiting my favorite parks again remembering that last time I was here this is how I felt type of thing um that is difficult that can be hard um very hard and so and it's also hard when um when family wants to uh feels the need to bring up something that I'm currently working on with um with my therapist like with a counselor that they they don't see fulfilled like my parents don't see like all I see, all they see is the result of what is not happening communication that's not happening but what they don't see is the work that I'm actively doing to heal from those things and then it's 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 hard to try to explain um and and be vulnerable to um a wound that um that family members have created trying to explain that to them is you know that's difficult um so that's we're we're on the journey now and i do um hope that it can be that we can make it better um, that, uh, the Lord will help us, uh, in living with them, um, in the future. Uh, I, you saying that made me think of something I, I just wanted to say and ask, um, you know, we know, like parents, we know that you love us and, and we know that you care, um, some, and, 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 and different parents have different levels of relationship with their children, um, but, if if your parents are are listening or if somebody tells them to listen um i just want them to know that we're grateful for this chance for us to be in their house and we we need some time and we need some uh love and we need some affection regardless of of where we are relationally um, uh, we need some grace. We need some, um, time to just work through the emotions because emotion, emotional hurt and things like that, they, they take time. Uh, and, and when they get to a certain depth, um, when, when emotional hurt and emotional experiences go to a certain depth, like they often do with family members, um, it takes time to, to understand it. It takes time to understand what to do with it. 
takes time to understand how to react and how to um, move forward. And so even even if it's only even if it's already been a year, like 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 we're still like going through the process of understanding how deep and how impactful certain hurt is. Um, and so we, we just need unconditional love, unconditional affection. And like, no matter what, just, um, a willingness to embrace and accept, um, no matter how, how, how you feel about (laughs) where we're at or the decisions we're making. Like we need, we need, um, we need a space that we can feel that we can be ourselves without being minimized, without being cut down or critiqued or uh, mocked or um, or um, doubted. Um, and that's what family's supposed to be, is that kind of safe space. And um, for both CR and I, I think it, I'd say that for a lot of our lives, we, we haven't had that, um, which is a big reason why for both of us, my family included, I, I have always, um, wanted to kind of separate myself, um, from, from my family and see, I was discovering that she, she kind of needs to do the same. Um, and we're at the place we're at right now with my family because it's been like two years two and a half, almost three years since I had to put some distance between me and my family mm-hmm. and had to do a lot of work. Um, and that work is not done. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's, it's really not done. And so it's going to take a lot longer than you think, mm-hmm. um, for you to reconnect with your young child or with your young adult child. Um, and, uh, what I'm grateful for is that, if you have the patience and you have the um, grace and the love to wait and to listen and to not react in a hurtful way, um, then there is reconciliation. There is an opportunity. But the opportunity is not right now. It's five years in the future. And so you need to gamble on that and count on the fact that given time, and patience that it's gonna be okay uh it's gonna be sucky for a little while (laughs) uh but it's gonna be okay in the the future um just don't expect it to be okay right now today Mm -hmm. and don't expect one conversation to fix it all and don't expect one conversation to be like oh well that makes sense everything's okay now no that's not how it works that's not how it works with family relationships. That's not how it works with friendships, with with people that we become friends with and then are no longer friends with. You can't just have a conversation and everything's okay. Sometimes it needs to be multiple conversations, and sometimes there needs to be one conversation and then distance. Mm-hmm. Um, and that depends on the relationship and how, and what's happened. Um, so I just want to add that in um, because I know that people in Rhode Island do listen (laughs) to what we're saying. Um, and I want you to know our heart. Um, and, um, I, I, I want to feel, I want to be able to have this kind of candid conversation with, with your parents, but I I don't know how well that would be received. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we're talking about it here one, so we can get it off our chest and two, um, so that we can just sort of verbally process, Mm -hmm. um, Stuff like that. And I, I'm not in any way trying to put anybody on blast mm-hmm. um, or tear anybody down. What I am trying to do is be authentic and raw and vulnerable about the realities of of relational dynamics. Um, and anybody who tries to pretend like it's not tough is lying to you. <laughs> Anyone who tries to pretend that relational dynamics are easy and you just need to act in this way and then everything will be okay. Like, no, it's hard. It's really hard. If you want to be honest and real, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And this is us being really honest and real and talking about how hard it is. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. That was really good. Um, I 100% agree with all those things. Um, and 
we were talking about it earlier that it is a little bit more difficult that um a lot of our audience not not a lot you know honestly i don't know because the 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 poll of people the uh, the chart of listeners only says like male and female in the u.s as a whole so like i don't know how many of you listeners are living in rhode island currently i don't know how many of you listeners are in north carolina how many are in texas how many don't know us and somehow found out about us and just like listen to the podcast i don't know but um being living closer living in rhode island now as opposed to living in texas um is a little bit more it's not scary but it's a little bit like oh okay so uh we can somebody who listens to the podcast who's um uh, who's connected to some of the people that we like like my parents or things that we might be talking about or something could very well come up to us and um have an opinion about something not like we didn't experience that in texas or north carolina but most of the people um are our friends mm-hmm. or family who listen to it who have good things to say about it and enjoy listening to it so i feel like a lot of the controversial listeners yeah. just so happen to be in rhode island um yeah. you know and that's that is the way it is but that's okay um so yeah we we um reagan has more to say I don't know. This isn't wrong to say, but if I'm being raw and authentic and vulnerable and being honest about what I'm experiencing and you have a problem with that, then I want you to say something to my face. I I, I, I don't care what you have to say behind my back. I don't care what you have to say digitally or over text or even over the phone I want you to come to my face and talk to me about it I affirm that statement <laughs> and um yeah that 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 is oh no he's stuck oh wait 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 no the wrong way okay oh no <laughs> yeah it's a little cold um Possibly. They might be in my dinosaur costume in there. It is your dinosaur costume. You can put it on. Oh, perfect. I do have the scarf that I made that's chunky in the other one. If you want to wrap that around yourself. Um, yeah, so that that's kind of how it's been going here. Um, and uh, this, I've got to say, this Christmas season, this holiday season, is um, going to be uh, one of the more difficult ones. Um so not looking forward to that, but you know we are um, we're we're trying to. This is us trying, honestly. And even even though it's hard right now, um, the fact that we drove how many miles was it from Texas to Rhode Island? Three thousand. Three thousand miles, um, <clears throat> all the way up here to. Um, why is it so loud? Every time I talk, maybe it's because the microphone's closer. I don't know. Um, no, it's not loud. Every time you talk, it's quite loud right there because you cleared your throat. Oh, okay. So we're trying. So don't come for us. Um, I have an idea. This is this is the relational Mount Everest that's where that we're in right now. This is us deciding to tackle our problems instead of running away from our problems. This is a season that. We are um, taking head on some of the struggles and some of the issues that we have been dealing with underneath. Um, and um, yeah, it's it's going to be hard. It's going to be messy. I don't expect us to do it perfectly. Um, but it's better to do it in the first place than to avoid doing it in the first place. Mm. Um, so, yeah. As far as the future of the Shuddies and this podcast, I want to keep talking on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I do feel a little bad because we... we it's called On the Trail with the Shuddies. It was both supposed to be about van life adventuring. Well, this is a part of it. And this is a it part is of it. And I think... Um, yeah, it is a pit stop. 
you're right you're right and we should we should talk about our van life experience probably next pod episode mm-hmm. um we should talk about specifically our van life experience and what we did during the five and a half weeks um mm-hmm. and how that went because we didn't really talk about that <laughs> yeah now, now we can also speak on it in hindsight yes because hindsight is twenty twenty, and <laughs> i think um anyone who was frustrated that we didn't really speak to it while we were in it um it was kind of overwhelming honestly it was honestly kind of overwhelming and there was a lot going on emotionally and in our life and so um we are both kind of people who like to process things before we talk about them so now we've had a chance to process it and we're ready to talk about it I just got an idea. This is completely off topic, but raise your hand if you know what a Swedish dishcloth is. And raise your hand, keep your hand up if you love Swedish dishcloths. <laughs> because I got an idea. The shuddies, well, we, we've been we've been noodling on some merch ideas. On the low, like on, you know, like on like a little, like not seriously, seriously, but like, you know, like on like a little tiny, like... And be like, you know, this could be cool, like, one day. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we've talked about it. But how cool would it be to make, like, a Shuddy's Swedish dishcloth? Like, print our logo on a Swedish dishcloth? That'd be sick. If you don't know what a Swedish dishcloth is, it Google it. And then go get one. And go get one, yeah. <laughs> like, look it up on YouTube. It's the mo- it's the coolest thing ever. I'll just give you a quick little I'm synopsis. Yeah, I love Swedish dishcloths. So, pretty much, a Swedish dishcloth... <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is so random, but I love it. I'm so passionate about these things. Um, you can get them at Barnes & Noble. You can get them on Amazon. I don't know if you can get them at Walmart. I don't think Target has them, but you can you can get them online. Um, and essentially, um, it is. it looks like this like felt kind of cardboard rectangle that you're like, what the heck am I supposed to do with this? So a Swedish dishcloth is... <laughs> Reagan's laughing at me. I love these things. Um, it's... It's a paper towel that is reusable. People, get one. It's, it's, it one. Not sponsored. This is just not sponsored. Swedish dishcloths are amazing. Um, and, um, so one dishcloth, um, one Swedish dishcloth equals between 40 and 70 paper towels. So you can reuse it. You like, spill water on the floor on the table whatever you instead of grabbing a paper towel that you like instead of grabbing bounty you know that you like use and then like <laughs> the quicker picker <laughs> and that you'll like throw away grab your Swedish dishcloth and it's essentially like a sponge and a paper towel had a baby okay and so you clean up the mess and then you go to the sink wring it out it's like it's like a it's like a, a washcloth but like a paper towel washcloth that you can wring it out it won't rip and then you go back to your mess and continue cleaning it up like a sponge and like you know but then the cool thing is you can put it in the washing machine and it'll clean <gasps> it's so cute he just showed me a picture of I one found a, i found a place to, to print our own logo on it oh let's freaking go we're doing this okay let me finish <laughs> when it let me finish explaining this so then and and then and then you can you can hand wash it with soap you can put it in the the dishwasher you can put it in the laundry and you, when you you lay it out to dry, it dries within a couple hours, and then you can reuse it again. It's and like, and yeah, I don't know if you heard that. It's reusable, biodegradable, and sustainable. It's the better way to clean. <laughs> this is a sponsorship, Mikey. This, this, this is amazing. So you need to get yourself one at Barnes and Noble. So Barnes and Noble, I was hanging out with my friend Jasmine. We went to Barnes and Noble. And at Barnes Noble, they have the cutest freaking Swedish dishcloths because they have like little um, animations on, oh, like little prints on the front. And I have one that's like Halloween themed. It's got like a bunch of like little dogs and cats and little Halloween costumes. It's so cute. Um, and and so Reagan just found um, a website where you can print your own logo on a Swedish dishcloth, y'all. If you are interested in this, <laughs> DM us <laughs> on Instagram or respond to the 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 podcast link we will make the shuddy swedish dishcloths please somebody say they want one because i want one now <laughs> <laughs> what did you find baby well 
I found a website that you can customize your own Swedish dishcloth. Um, unfortunately, their minimum order is 150. So if we get <laughs> <laughs> let's get 150, let's get 150 people on here. Uh, but like, there's other options here. So Wait, let me. How much for it's like six hundred dollars. <gasps> Okay, it's mind. like six hundred dollars to <laughs> to get that many. Okay, uh, um, that's crazy. But we could get one sample. Yeah. Um, we could also wait. What is this? Whatever. I will do more research on this later. But um, also, I wanted to say, like, if anybody, I know, I know, this is a small, smaller podcast. We have this is very much a niche, um, and we've got I don't know how many listeners we have anymore. We used to have over a hundred, but I I don't know now. Um, but if anybody is interested in rocking like some Shuddy's merch, <laughs> whether that's like a T-shirt, a hoodie, or just like an a sticker or an enamel pin, um, let us know because Canva is my best friend, and I love designing things on there and. I think even though we're small, like, I I think it's important not to, like, wait until, like, wait until we get big, like, a big podcast to then put out stuff, because, like, it would be so cool to, to rep our little, you know, our, you guys, our, our, our listeners, our beloved listeners and, and friends in different states, um, and family, um, you know, we want to have a sticker on your car that says the Shetties or, like, a QR code or whatever, so... Okay. Um, but yeah, let us know. Um, maybe we'll make a poll yeah. or something. Because I would love to have permission. Just get a box of, of them and like sell them. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Let us know if you want us to make any type of merch or what you would wear or enjoy. Um, if you don't, leave a cricket emoji on the Instagram poll and I will I will take that as a sign that nobody cares and nobody wants <laughs> just kidding don't do that um but yeah that'd be cool so we'll let you guys know if sometime in the future we we pay $50 to get a pack of stickers or $600 to get 150 Swedish discounts because <laughs> after this you better just get a Swedish discount from Barnes & Noble or from Amazon because they will change your life in the earth because you know Save the Earth. I don't know much about that to speak on that, but Swedish just claws are amazing. Anyway, uh, I think we're wrapping up, wrapping up family stuff. Rhode Island, yeah. What's your favorite thing about being here right now? My favorite thing about being here. Wait. <laughs> um, I think I think my favorite thing is exploring new pla- new and old places with you. Um, places that I've been before, um, coffee shops that I've been before and like new coffee shops that I haven't that I haven't been to with you. Um and making new memories yeah. in in an old state is probably my most the, the thing that I enjoy most. Um I like that the weather is reliable, even though it's colder than, uh, I can't think of anything. It's really cold. Um, <laughs> at least it's reliable. I like, um, I feel like there's a lot of natural beauty. Um, like you can just go to a park and like the ocean is right there and it's gorgeous. Um. The old architecture is cute and quaint. Um, it's definitely terrifying, though, when you start <laughs> looking to, like, buy or rent a house. Um, and it's like, yeah, this was built in 1927. I'm like, oh, okay, so, <laughs> yikes. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the, the natural beauty areas are, are really nice. Um, 
it is nice that it's smaller than Austin. It's too small, in my opinion, but it's nice that it's smaller than Austin, and I appreciate that. Um, you can go to there's there's a park um, close to the my in laws' house, um, and there's just tons of walking trails. And we walked like two miles through a forest yesterday, and it was gorgeous. Um, and so I'm loving that. Really love that I can just get out to some natural, beautiful areas with trees and things like that. Um, really cool. What else? What else do I like? Right now, that's about it. Um, although I do like the cold, I will say I've always I've always appreciated cold more. Um, and I might eat those words when winter really hits and it gets to like the teens and below zero. Um, <laughs> it doesn't really get below zero often. Okay. The okay. First big snow hasn't happened. Yeah, it hasn't really snowed yet. I am nervous about having to deal with snow. I'm nervous about having to drive in snowy areas. Um, so please send your prayers <laughs> um, uh, as I learn to drive on some snowy roads. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's been it's a unique experience. Uh, I think I'll be grateful for it after we get out of it but for right now it's just kind of hard it's really not our, pref- our preferred place it's not where we would really rather be um we're just here for a season and um it's gonna be a good but hard season um so yeah um do you want to add anything else Niara? or do you want to wrap it right here I want to wrap it. There's something else that I could say, but then it would go into something, something more, and I'm very cold. Let's let's leave it there then. It's already at 54 minutes. Oh yeah. And we'll uh, we'll wrap it here. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for listening and for tuning in again. Thank you. Um, we have a topic for the next episode, um, and I do want to get back into this content creation. Um. So, thank you for listening. Uh, Thank you for sticking with us, if you still listen. And, um, yeah, catch you on the next one. Let us know if you want merch, (laughs) please. (laughs) It sounds like you just want to make merch, baby. (laughs) All right, y'all have a great day, okay? Bye. Bye.